Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, welcome to, to Yikesland. Hi, guys, and welcome to Yikesland. I'm your host, Chris Fung, along with my co-host. Hi, it's Johnny Hoon. Uh, and we are here bringing you the views from Yikesland, horrifying, on another good Tuesday. Um, why is it another wonderful Tuesday, Jelani? Well, that's because uh, everyone and who's here with us and everyone out there, you've made it to another Tuesday, and that's the goal. The goal is to make it to every Tuesday and everyone, everyone thereafter, um, because um, not just to watch this podcast or anything like that, but we want to make sure you're here with us in Yikesland, because um, if you weren't here with us, Yikesland would be a lesser place. So we want to make sure that you're here with us every Tuesday in the world, uh, making it a better place. And I know we say that a lot, but I think it's an important reminder because yes. um, I know as a sad boy that I will be told the same thing over and over again. Like you can tell me like you are loved. Your person is beautiful. Mm -hmm. You deserve to be on earth. And I will instantly forget that in the next 30 seconds and be like, oh, so nobody likes me and I don't deserve to be here. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> that's why we tell you guys that every Tuesday, even though it is repetitive as all get out because i figure it's better to let you know and remind you that you're important and that it's wonderful that you're here because i think a lot of us tend to forget that kind of stuff pretty easily when we get all caught up in all of our negative self-talk with yeah. our demons yes. etc yes that happens a lot yeah. so uh that being said i will start this podcast out like we normally do jelani uh, this is me doing finger guns if you're just listening and you can't watch. Pow, pow. Clicky tongue, finger guns. Jelani, how are you? Awesome transition there. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm doing uh, okay. Uh, so uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll touch on it a little bit more uh, later on uh, once we head into more uh, in-depth discussion. But um, since the last episode, uh, things have been uh, you know going pretty well. Um we did uh for the i mean jack's land here is uh, presented by pop samurai the pop samurai network and we had uh i have we have worked very hard to get a logo rebrand going and get everything all happening we did a live show at uh your restaurant and everything like that so it was an awesome time and uh we had a blast um doing that and so it was kind of just this time of like yeah we're getting stuff done and i'm accomplishing some things and everything like that and it's feeling pretty good and i'm like getting back into the mood of like i want to be productive again i want to like get like you know the fire you know stoking inside once again you know uh i need this fire to burn again and uh yesterday um as as you know life would tend to do uh, it uh checks you <laughs> so yesterday uh i had a very catastrophic thing happen and uh, uh at this moment uh the fr a friend of mine uh who i did a, a large recording with we did like a whole shoot and uh we were we credit we created i, I want to say probably like five videos worth of content um of just great discussion and everything like that and uh the computer decided to shit the bed and then so lost all of that and it was kind of just an outside force that i i it kind of just happened and there was no controlling it it was too late kind of just in an instant in a flash it just happened um so it kind of kind of brought me down pretty bad last night where i was like oh i'm just gonna go jump into a lake now because you know I, things are once again why not because it's me but uh you know after wallowing in self-pity for a little while um i kind of just like try to shrug it off and uh make my way through it and i'm here today so well i'm you. glad that you are here today but i do totally understand the feeling of wanting to give up, especially when it's something, um, something creative that you've lost mm -hmm. and something that you really feel like you put heart into as opposed to like, I'm sure we've all had the experience of like, you're writing a paper for school and the paper gets deleted and you're like, this really sucks. Now I have to redo it. But yeah. you didn't care about the content of the paper itself. And I know it's a lot harder if the thing that you lose is something that you had put a part of yourself into and even worse if multiple people had put parts of themselves and especially when you're trying to do 
you know, something that's recorded and creative. Yeah. If you really like jive together and you're having a good time where both of your creative energy is really working out, when that comes together, it can be awesome. And when that's lost, you're like, not only did I like, not only is this a setback, but I also lost like the moments that we had that were working so well together. And so that can obviously be really difficult so i totally understand yeah you know you feeling know. like uh this is the end it, and it, yeah. especially when you're Just already prone to being like well why should i live anyway even these things that you know somebody will tell you you like quote unquote shouldn't feel like giving up over it is easy and totally understandable in my mind to be like yeah. then i should just give up i guess yeah so, so it it was it was very disheartening you know it was sure. you know uh you know i i i again is what is it like losing you know a, a family member or something like that no but i mean it it, it was so much effort put into it yeah. behind it and try to and get especially done. when you don't have infinite energy or even as much energy yeah. as some other people might have to put into stuff you know that's that's hard and uh and i'm so and i'm sorry that you lost that stuff and i'm glad you're still here well, but i yeah, also think yeah. that your you know your feelings are valid even if it's not like you said it's not like you lost a person or a pet but that doesn't mean that you don't um have the right to feel bad about it yeah but i'm glad yeah. that you're working through and past the feeling bad about it and getting back on the horse today, doing this podcast, yeah. um, talking about stuff that you're going to do for your other podcasts. So I'm, I'm happy about all that, but don't feel like you can't feel bad about what happened because obviously that's, that's a hard, it's hard to lose stuff like that. Yeah. So. so it's, 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 it was, it was rough. I mean, like, because I, and, and then of course I had to go to work and I, after that, and I was like, oh, I hate my life already. And now I'm going to go to a place I even hate more. And it's, it just, it, it was just stacking on, on to on to on. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, um, you know, pushing a car into the red line kind of situation where I was like, oh, I'm about to spill kind of thing. So, but, uh, I don't understand that. No. Don't, okay. <laughs> metaphor. Uh, I also don't understand that metaphor either. I've heard it said in racing oh, and car talks. Oh, it's about like, like about a, a, na a, a NASCAR a, situation? Yeah, a car just breaking down. I understand. So, okay. Um, yes. I, I was, I'm an old jalopy and I was about <laughs> to break down, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, so, uh, Things are looking up. I'm trying to stay focused and trying to get things together because there's so much other stuff happening. Uh, once again, I mean, again, we're adjusting some things here and there. As you can see, we're, we're adjusting some things here for Yikesland too. And so we're having fun and moving forward is what we're trying to do. So that's good. Chris, 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 how are you doing? I am alive. So yay. A plus. If you would have said I'm not here and just like faded away to dust, <laughs> I would have lost my mind. Uh, I would have yeah, been like, my, "What is what's I'm going not on?" Feeling so good, Mister Star. <laughs> um, I recently also went through a traumatic experience oh. that I won't get too into right now. It's probably a topic for a future podcast oh. or down the line when I'm like ready to talk about it. Um, usually I'm the type of person who's ready to talk about everything right away. Oh, okay. But uh, so I too have experienced a setback like you Ooh. that makes me feel like, oh, should I do giving up? Um, but I didn't do giving up. So Yay. look at me. Um, but uh, I guess that is when you were telling me that story, I was like, man, I I both relate to that situation in general and I relate to that situation in my life right now because I had felt like super happy for a while, like things were going well and I was going to be on top of everything and on top of the world and make things better and like my life was on an upswing and then like you get hit with another thing and you're like, oh, will I ever make it out of this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I had talked in a previous episode about kind of believing that nothing will ever get better for me in a way and mm. that I tend to look for negative stuff happening and look for like I have that confirmation bias where I'm looking for bad stuff to be happening and that I'm like well of course this would happen to me and I think uh, a thing that I realized on top of that after talking about that um, in the other episode was that I also 
part of part of that is me believing that everything is happening for a, a very specific and narrow reason, believing that everything is happening to teach me a thing. And I don't know that that's a good or a bad belief. I, f- I think that's kind of a neutral thing. Um, but it can be hard when it means something bad happens to you because you're like, well, why would this bad thing happen to me? Am I being, you know, like punished or whatever? Depending on like what level of religious you are, you might be like, is a God doing this to me <laughs> or something? Um, for me, it's more like I'm a, a confirmation of my guilt that I am somehow bad and deserve to have bad things happen to me. Um, but I have been trying to just look at it like, okay, a, like a, uh, a bad thing happened for no discernible reason, not as a punishment to me, just because it just happened. And I can try to survive the situation and learn things from it, but it doesn't mean that the thing happened for a reason and the reason was punishment or guilt or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason also isn't because my life deserves to be bad and I deserve bad things happening. So I'm trying to kind of separate that out. Um, but yeah, I, I too have been living in setback city, oh. um, but I too am still, I'm still here on this Tuesday. Um, and I think uh, today being here today and doing the podcast um, feels good for me it feels normal if it, it feels good to be doing um regular stuff like going to work like i don't know watching stranger things and which i'm still somehow not done with mm. uh and being here with you um before this episode jelani showed me uh an extra special pre-birthday oh, present because that made it's me really somebody's happy. birthday coming um, up <laughs> so uh that that made me really happy. Um, I, that was very heartwarming, and uh, maybe someday you guys will get to see it. But maybe um, if Chris wants me to put it up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was a really cute um, blooper reel of all the silly things that we do and how awkward we are sometimes, especially at the intros. Yes. At the intros before we really start recording, we'll just be mostly Jelani drinking water, me spilling it on myself. Um, there was one time that isn't in there where I choked on my water and yeah. spit it out a bunch, but there's lots of little things that little mishaps that happen uh, yeah. during the podcast that are very charming and that had I a lot foc- of Yeah, I there. focused a lot more on like the stuff that happened pre-recordings. Yeah, there's a good, there's yeah. a good theme. Yeah, no, it was a, a good, good theme, theme of just like so, all the intros. But that so. was, that was, uh, it was cool also to see, I could tell by all my hair changes how long <laughs> we've been doing this and that was really cool to see too because I kind of forget what time it is. That's a yes. weird person thing to say, but I forget what time is and I forget how uh, how long we've been doing this and like how many hours we've put into it. Obviously, you've been doing podcasts much longer than I have. But for me to even be capable of talking about depression and other mental struggles um, for that many hours, I think is pretty cool because it's obviously sometimes it's sometimes it feels good, but sometimes it's hard and draining. And it's always an exercise in vulnerability, which I think is very important, but is also a challenge. Um, so I I, that was also cool to see just like us growing and changing on the podcast yeah and so like that was one of the things that i because i had this uh plan for a while right so like i, I every time i would do uh, a podcast right um i would take the, the literally the i would take the edit that i did for um the video and i would take the part that i thought was funny i would uh clip it out and i would uh put it into uh my little saved file where i just continually continually grew <laughs> and the the video that i showed you was roughly about 12 minutes long right and like that that was with me heavily editing it sure, right yeah. because this is going down to like each clip was maybe around a few seconds long each one um a couple of them were a little bit longer but um we those were a rough uh uh blooper reel of just like all the stuff that happened within the 27 episodes pre this one here recording and so eventually like when i had first thrown it all together uh i finished off like taking a look at it i was like oh this is like half an hour and it was like 40 minutes and i was like wow this is extremely long and so going through and heavily editing it and like focusing on like the intros and like one of the things that i wanted to do is because i did that was because our 
intros i believe have gotten a lot better right and uh i think that like for you like uh uh like you just said earlier it's like i've been doing podcasting for a while but i still have the awkward moments where i was like uh oh god and like i want to re- restart or i want to do something like that i'll still get that you know when i when i do podcasting so like you jumping into it like it, uh showing you as well as like your growth throughout the podcast and everything like that with us here at uh Yikesland has been uh great and uh you're doing a wonderful job and deserve all the happiness and warmth heartwarming birthday. warmth that you get so happy birthdays uh coming up and Thanks, hopefully everything goes this good. podcast is now more episodes old than i am now it is yes, yes. now it is and now it, was, it is now it's more mature but um yeah i think that obviously there are watching myself uh in such a sustained way not particularly talking about anything but just in the context of the intros where we're just saying in your own time yes or just um, saying is, you know, ready uh yeah and God. you're like, and like start just, no no <laughs> <laughs> um but watching watching all of that is uh hum i don't want to say i don't want to say cringy because it's fine with me objectively i think Mm. everybody looks at themselves and recordings of themselves or listens to their voice Mm. or looks at pictures of themselves that they didn't specifically take as a selfie and then they're like oh that and i think that for me that may never go away Mm. i could be i could look totally different and look whatever my ideal of the way that i should look would be and have you know, a different voice and be perfectly eloquent and I would still look at it and find a problem and be like, yeah, but what about this? And so I think for me, being able to be or sound like or look like something that is to me imperfect, but then still go ahead and do the fucking thing is like, that's where my strength lies is no, I'm never going to like the way that I'm looking or speaking or the way my mouth moves in a thing. But I'm like, but but what we are doing is important to me. And I think it's important to you too. And hopefully it's important to some of you guys out there. And so I do it anyway, despite whatever sort of like body discomfort and or internal criticism I have. Well, and so yeah. like, and, was, and again, like good to see also. The, the, the point of like that blooper reel too was a show that like as much as like this is kind of uh, a podcast that deals with like very heavy subjects and us getting very personal and um, there's also been like this kind of growth of like um, being able to know that like we can also have fun with it as well and we have a good time doing it and you know the uh being happy to be here at the same time like we still like we'll still goof off behind the scenes and still you know uh make fun jokes and stuff like that like we did in in that reel hopefully we'll see what happens but like uh hopefully there'll be plenty more of that you know and again it's just it's just like knowing that like hey you know not everything's going to be bad all the time here here so here's an example a nice example of just us just randomly just having fun and having little bloopers of us just like oh well this is this is happening you know so yeah so so that was really nice that was a really nice uh a pre-birthday for me and i appreciated that and that made me feel good given that i've been feeling kind of down recently Mm. and that is the world's longest answer to how i am yes (laughs) yes that's how we do it here. Um, but I think, you know, uh, we've both been talking a little bit about um, what kind of our topic is for this episode, which is that this concept of um, perseverance and s- overcoming setbacks, mm-hmm. um, you know, how we deal with either, you know, straight up trauma or something that happens that feels really bad and feels insurmountable when you are uh, depressed and especially how when you're already using a lot of your resources, just doing like get out of bed, take a shower, feed yourself, I'm bad at that, go to work and stuff like that, then having some other external setback can be so, so crushing. And um, you'll see out there if you if you've been on the Internet, friends, uh, mm-hmm. you may see um, either usually um, in the like in, ver- in, in various communities, it's phrased differently. Um, but 
there's a concept called spoon theory that's um for people who have like different abilities and or um chronic illness and stuff like that it's more of a descriptor for having um physical problems or even if they're uh invisible illnesses like you have lyme disease or something like that Mm -hmm. um and there's a similar theory that's around out there for people who are struggling with um more like depression and more more how we struggle but i think that that's a really uh salient concept because it it does feel very true that it's sometimes it's just harder to deal with stuff that comes at you from the outside world because you are already using everything you had to deal with just the regular stuff. Um, And that's kind of what I was getting at earlier about not blaming yourself for feeling like, oh, I should just give up when these things happen because it makes sense that when you've used all of your energy on, you used a bunch of energy on regular stuff and then you went above and beyond and you did a thing and then life was like, slap, you can't have that thing that you're like, ah, giving up makes sense now because I used up more than I had already to to give to that. But um, But on the flip side, I think sometimes – having been through this a million times can make us extra strong at yeah. uh it's recognizing this is just another one of those times that i want to give up but i won't give up yeah because yeah. i've i've been to my limit and beyond a million times and so i know if i did it before even though it feels terrible in this moment i know i can do it again yeah and then, like that's that's a good mindset to have about it where like when we're taken to that limit, to that breaking moment where, like, again, I, I brought it up where the everything seems to be going well. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting that, like, that fire stoking within me again. And I'm trying to, like, get that, you know, um, want and drive to, like, you know, do stuff and be productive and be more, you know, and, um, and then I start doing it. And then, like, there's a huge major setback. And, at that point it brings you to that moment where it's just like why did i even try in the first place because of course this would happen right and uh i mean our our goal of wanting to like making sure that we make it to every tuesday and all this stuff like that that's that's it's about persevering through it because we have done it before right like um you've stated it before on on this podcast where like um you you're pretty thankful about for your depression for helping making you um a lot stronger and the idea of like persevering through things because you know you've gone through certain things you know and that's what we you know it's a good mentality to have about it because when we end up hitting into like that wall you know that brick wall that's like it stops us from wherever we're going it 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 can't hurt you know it it's it's something that like really drags us down especially for us like again like anything for us can set us off or it's just like oh great you know of course this would happen of course i have i got this of course i got a nail on my tire or something like that it it happens you know um sometimes outside you know stressors or things like that are just out of our control you know sometimes things just happen and uh it's it's up to us to you know be able to deal with those in stride you know because we don't want to end up you know pushing ourselves you know down uh, a dark hole where we never crawl out of you know that's it's 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 tough you know i mean i feel awful of course about everything that happened like um obviously you know putting so much effort into what we did and having all of that you know just gone in an instant um and all of the setbacks that it caused um just was like the worst feeling in the world you know and again i I know we talked about it earlier just like no i mean it wasn't like losing you know someone close to you or something like that but it it was like you had built up this you know just this this drive and especially for us in our depressive state sometimes we can't get that drive to do what we want to do you know like to sometimes we just want to like crawl back into our you know like proverbial like womb of like depression and just like you know self-wallow there you know well, and, and i think like, it can be a um an act of extreme vulnerability and or bravery to allow yourself to feel hope and feel like things might be getting better yeah. um when you're 
so used to things feeling bad. And so then for, you know, for what you went through or for how I was feeling like things were really looking up, it can be extra crushing to open yourself up to that like, hey, yeah, maybe things are gonna like, things are looking up for old Jelani here and like maybe it's gonna be okay someday. And then to have a setback sort of, uh, confirms your sense of like no i should never have felt hopeful i should never have felt uh like things would be okay because look of course this thing would happen to me and that's not really true it's not really like because this thing happened it's like some confirmation that your life's gotta be bad or whatever but that for sure is a completely understandable reaction that i have all the time Mm -hmm. um and i think figuring out a way to not let yourself be double uh like double benched because of it because yeah. the thing has benched you and that's okay a thing is allowed to hurt you sometimes bad stuff happens sometimes it is subjectively bad like maybe other people would look at it and be like well you just lost some video but it's okay for you to be hurt by it mm-hmm. and sometimes it's objectively bad like somebody in your family died or your pet got run over specific yeah. example that has yeah. happened to me yeah. um you know sometimes it's that stuff where like quote unquote everybody would agree that that's a big deal but it doesn't necessarily matter the difference between the two because they can hurt just the same and they're still they're still valid but you have to sort of i I think we we have to figure out a way to like live with that and still live yeah um yeah but i don't know i don't have the answer to that to be yeah i mean i don't think there is a clear answer to you know, how to take things in stride and how to persevere through things. I mean, the, the goal, of course, is not to let these these things that are out of your control, like, cripple you. You don't want that to happen. You know, you, you don't want to be crippled by these things. Um, and sometimes, yeah, like, the major things are, you know, mind-numbingly bad. And sometimes those, those things that you just can't control just happen. And it's again the, the, losing someone and or losing an important uh you know part of the, your life with your your pet or something like that that is you know it can push you to your limit you know but you know our goals are to try and make sure that we try to not allow ourselves to be dragged down into the darkness where we end up pushing ourselves beyond our limit that we've gone, you know, before and, 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 you know, trying to understand that like, yes, things can, things are dark at the moment or things can be really bad at the moment, but also just like that blooper reel that I showed you earlier, sometimes things are great. And sometimes, you know, even in our faults or something like that, there is fun and there's happiness and there's, you know, smiles sometimes, um, even when we stumble, you know, because like, that's what those, you know, the blooper reel right there shows it exactly. Like sometimes we can stumble through something and still have fun and still it's, Oh, of course this is a mess, but Hey, you know, this is fine. You know? Um, and we just try again and we keep going through it. And that's like, that's kind of like, um, a really good example there of just like, sometimes not all, all the time where we, man, that was worded badly. Sometimes things or us stumbling, um, just helps us get down to getting to a uh, wow where am i going with this sometimes us stumbling gets us to the walk the straighter path than we wanted to you know like sometimes we 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 stumble and we pick ourselves up it's like look at it okay i'm gonna try again and then like sometimes we're able to persevere through it easier because oh i just stumbled right there you know okay all right pick myself up brush myself off all right that happened all right do do what I gotta do and move forward. You know, sometimes it helps us. Sometimes it pushes us forward because sometimes, if we never came across anything that like, you know, was an obstacle to us or challenged us at, at all, you know, then, you know, I don't think life would be you know any it, better. I, it wouldn't be as satisfying either if there weren't challenges. At yeah. least for me, I'd be like, well, this is what's the point of this? But I um. I think also, like we've talked about before, a lot of people who think the way that we do are super into reinventing ourselves. And I always, in some perverse way, relish the times when something so awful happens to me or I am so, I'm forced so low 
that it's an opportunity for rebirth. I call, and I've, I always say, like, respawn. Like um, the phoenix rising because, from the ashes. Yeah, um, because I think it, it can be a good opportunity to sort of reset some things. And um, I kind of I kind of identify with... <laughs> Yes, I'm still talking about Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> I kind of identify with uh, the concept of, you know, Jon Snow was resurrected uh, like okay. against his will. Like he was like he died and then he it's not like he wanted to come back, but they resurrected him because mm-hmm. they were like, you still got to do this. And I have often felt like that with regards to the Great Depression where in some sense a whole lot of me died and I lost a ton of memories and some skills and some uh, even like fine motor skills that a lot of that I have re uh, regrown or redeveloped and a lot of thing I've developed a lot of new skills as a result of what happened but there is some stuff that I still haven't gotten back and especially mm-hmm. a lot of memories that I haven't gotten back and in many ways I feel like I did die and was resurrected against my will and told like nope you still have to be here and so now I just feel like okay no matter what bad stuff is gonna happen to me over and over again I still have to be here. Um, And so what am I going to do with that? Like, what am I going to do now with the burden of you for sure have to be here. So like, how do you make that work for yourself? Mm -hmm. And like, how do you make your life more okay? And how do you develop the resilience to bounce back from everything that has happened? And recently I have been uh i've developed some fun new problems like i did not uh we even had a recent episode about anxiety and i was like i don't really experience the physical symptoms of anxiety so i lucked out Mm -hmm. now it turns out i have been developing the physical symptoms of anxiety really so like um i didn't have a full-on uh or I didn't have like a panic attack that looks like how you see panic attacks on TV or I've seen other people have these where you're like hyperventilating during it. Yeah, you're blowing but it I had bag a clear like tension in the heart, like feeling like you're about to throw up and feeling super dizzy, but for no reason, like I've started having that now, which is oh. fun. Um, <laughs> and so now I'm having to learn to deal with with even that, with even physical symptoms of anxiety. So Do you know like what, a, like, the root cause like of that is? New, I think it's just because of the trauma. <laughs> and so, um, so it's like, it's always something, <laughs> it's always something new. And now it's become, like, that to me is, is super funny, though, you know, mm-hmm. because that's so sad that it's funny. Like, it has crossed over from being just sad into being hilarious how sad it is um and i think for me a lot of my like coping uh but i i don't want to say coping mechanism like it's unhealthy because i think it's perfectly fine to deal with a lot of this stuff through humor but i've always been of the reaction that if something's kind of bad it really hurts me and then if something crosses over into like truly horrendous it just becomes comical to me if it's something bad that happened to me that doesn't really happen when it's something bad that happened to other people like when my dog died it wasn't funny because it happened to my dog but like stuff that happens at me i'm like well this is hilarious um so i think the uh the thing though is that i am with these new symptoms um i'm not only having to be um, resilient in like a or be like a marathon or like keep on running, just keep on running in a straight line. But now I'm also having to be adaptive where I'm like dodging this new situation that is thrown at me that I wasn't prepared. I was like prepared to feel the feelings of sadness over and over again in waves forever. And I was like, I can do that. I've done that before. Hmm. But like the new thing is like, whoa, <laughs> that's a fun challenge for me now. Um, but I think uh, that a lot of times I'll tell myself um, 
I didn't like, I'll literally say, I've said this out loud before, but I'll also tell myself, like, I didn't come this close to death just to be bested by whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, no, like, you've directly been there before, like, right up against death and looked it in the eyes and been like, no, this isn't happening. Um, And so now I can use that to remind myself about all the other bad stuff. Um, and it doesn't make it doesn't make it hurt less, but it tells me that there's concrete proof that I did it before and that I can do it again. Um, and that I also feel like I have to do it again because I'm a big uh, like I'm a big prove myself person, I guess, um, where if you challenge me to if you're like, I bet you can't blah, blah, blah. I'm like, now I can. Hmm. Um, and so it, so a lot of my th- that that part of my pers- perseverance just comes from me trying to prove to myself that because I did this before I can do it again and so therefore I have to do it again to show that I can mm. and um that keeps me here so that's fine <laughs> um and I think that there may be many other potentially healthier ways to do that but for me that's sort of like fighting spirit I've always been like a child that is being told they can't have something and then they need to have it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, it's that same inner fighting spirit slash a person who's just trying to be a contrarian that I weaponize that part of my personality against myself. Uh, I don't want to say weaponize in a bad way, but I I use that as a weapon against my own depression, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But um, I'm wondering what kind of tools or tricks that you use based on your past experience to kind of get you through those low moments. Yeah. So yeah, having these, these moments where you're brought back to um, these moments where again, you, you like going back up against the wall as, as we, as we're stating here, like it's, it's a tough moment and it's all about for me, like really trying to like the way that I try to get through these things and persevere through it is, is yes, focusing on, on the idea that, listen, things have been bad before and I've gotten through them. And then I try to think of like, things have probably been worse than this before and I've gotten through them. Right. And kind of like, it's almost as if I'm talking myself through it. Right. Because like, while at the same time you have this kind of dark, thing inside you that we call you know this depression you know this these mental illnesses that we have there is also you inside you you know (laughs) that sounds so weird there is also you inside you (laughs) but there's also this this you know you are there as well you know you're you're not just a hundred percent depression you know um the depression that that has infected you that, that is with you it's it's kind of like this I mean, we've, we've compared it to like a whole other entity, you know, like there, there's, you know, dark Jelani inside of me here. And then, you know, there's the, the you have this Much kind like of like in Spider-Man three when. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, I guess, I guess so. But like the, there's this idea of like, if there is this dark version of yourself in your head, that is telling you all these bad things and like is dragging you down when something like this happens. There's also got to be that little, you know, that inner light, that inner goodness that is you, that is, you know, that that is there as well. And talking to yourself can also help as well. I think for me, um, where I try to really like kind of, connect with 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 who i was you know inside of my in my head and talk myself through it you know kind of just just really like lay it out in my head you know because while there is you know the the bad depression jelani in my head where it's like hey things are gonna get bad and look it just got worse again of course it did you should just give up at the same time in your you're also still there you also have a voice as well and you you know you want to use that voice talk to yourself in your head as well you know try and get through that as well as you know try to in my mind contract the other voice that's in your inside as well because um 
my idea of like how this all kind of works in my head is that there are two voices there's me and then there's the dark me you know and the idea is you want to talk to the one that is not you know trying to trick you to giving up you know and yeah. trying to cripple you you want to be able to work through it you know so like of course when this whole big setup setback happened i had to walk myself through it and talk myself of the things that i lost before because of something like this that happened before you know um there was you know other incidents of like oh something catastrophic happened i lost i lost other tech as well and lost you know a bunch of other stuff before and like you got through that you were able to keep going and look where you are now and look what just happened with you know all the stuff that happened last week where like all oh, the you know everything you're doing is, is working out and you're trying to get and you're trying to build up to something pretty cool and it's all about really like laying it all out there you know it's like not just looking on the bright side type thing right it's not just that it's kind of just like laid out it's like oh yeah shit has been bad before but guess what hey like stuff happened bad before but at the same time you got past that point and it was probably worse at that point you know you kind of lay it out in your head it's like you know what you're right i don't have to listen to this asshole who's in the back here just like hey you should just give up you know <laughs> uh you kind of just like i though that's the way that i do it for me like it and that's how i was able to get through it like i was steaming last night for sure Right. And of course, when you're angry and like things are like, oh, just, just screw this and all that, you want to flip a table and, you know, you're, you're, you still have to walk yourself through it, you know, because, you know, you can't just, you know, steamroll through through everything seeing red, you know, I don't know. That's that's the way that I handle it for me. Like that's it's the way that I try to help myself persevere through it. You know, like you've been up against the wall before and it was probably worse at that point. You know, you can get to this point as well. Trying to really, like really motivate yourself through it, even yeah, though like, like you're in a like you're in the ring and you're your own hype guy. Yeah, yeah, you're my own, I'm I'm the corner <laughs> giving, man. It's like giving water to yourself. <laughs> Come on, life is gonna beat you down, but you gotta get yourself up. All right, rise like the phoenix. <laughs> um, yeah, I but mean, I think I think it is an important skill to be able to talk to yourself in um in a motivational way, and I think that's um that's not something that everybody has yeah but i think it's something that's really important if um you're going to build like a a tool toolbox tool set i don't know if you're gonna you're gonna build a set of um sort of like resilience um abilities i think that's a really important one that you can have um and i think for me um hearing you describe the way that you talk to yourself is um is interesting because sometimes the way that i talk to myself during my sad moments is a little bit too harsh mm. i think um like mine is very like bitch you can blah 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 like there's a <laughs> there's emotionally there's always a bitch before the thing yeah. <laughs> you know or a, like like i was saying before a like i came to there's a harshness in saying you've been too close to death to let this happen to you as if it's a challenge and i i like i was saying before i think that does reflect how because i know i'm a person who doesn't uh doesn't always want to hear kindness and sometimes wants to hear, I bet you can't do this, prove me wrong. Uh, but at the same time, I think I need hearing you say that uh, kind of highlighted for me that I need to work on developing the softer side of that self-talk where sometimes I do need to hear just a loving person that just cares about me and I need to be able to be that person for my own self yeah because um, you can get that from other yeah. people like i can come to you and be like i'm having a hard time and you'll obviously speak kindly to me but that doesn't mean that i don't want to have the ability to do some of that talk for myself too just as a, a strength you know yeah and like it's the way that i had developed this in my head right and the way that i came to this like idea of like oh having this voice talk to myself right is the idea of like breaking it down in my head of like okay if there's this voice in inside of me like the, the depression voice that's telling me all this bad shit who is it telling to right who is it talking to and obviously it's talking to me right and so 
I obviously have a voice in my head as well, right? And so the idea of like understanding is like I, I, I have many voices in my head kind of situation. But at the same time, like trying to suss out, like drown out the voice that like is just there to be that one condescending voice of like ah shit's gonna go bad anyways, whatever, you know? Like obviously, like you can think that about everything. If I were to step outside uh, this door and get hit by a truck, I mean, obviously I could think that right now. It's like, oh, I'm gonna get hit by a truck if you leave that door. You know, I could think that, but then I'd never go outside, you know? So obviously you don't want to listen to like the, you know, condescending asshole in your head all the time. But like for me, developing that voice of like, there is another side. There is another coin to it, you know. And like, obviously, this dark voice is talking to someone. Who is it talking to? And I broke it down in my head as like, there is, you know, Jelani. Jelani is there, right? And even though his voice sometimes gets silenced by like everything that's happening, like it still has a voice, right? You still have a voice. I think everyone out there still has a voice, you know. And I think it's developing that and understanding, like not just agreeing with you know the dark that's there you know and the depression that's there that's the way i developed it in my head of yeah. how to persevere with it you know and maybe it wasn't work for everybody but like it's how i kind of worked through it in my head you know and so that kind of helps me get through certain things and of course there are you know the the idea of like the, the regular things of like having that support system having people of course if i went to you obviously you know you'd be like oh you know i'm sorry that's going on you know and sometimes you know it's a good idea that like you have all these people on your side now it's trying to bring yourself onto your side because yeah. it's very easy to, like that depression and that you know all the stressors in your life and everything that's going wrong and like you may not be happy with where you are you might not be happy with I mean, out there, like if, if if you're not happy with your job or if you're not happy where you're you where you are right now in life or you might not be happy with like you, uh, you might be in a bad situation with like, you know, people like who are around you like you, you might not have like everyone around you, but you can get yourself on your side. Right. And it's trying to get yourself on your side as well, because not only is talking to other people, talking to yourself and getting them not to just agree with everything that is in the dark that's in your head, you know? So yeah. that's at I least how I think of it. When you know. say, uh, cause we, we both mentioned that we're sure we could go to each other or to other friends for that kind of support. And um, it might be helpful to also, think about what would my friend say to me or what would my friend say about me? Because if you were like, I feel like giving up, your friend would never be like, you're not allowed to feel like that. Mm. Like you're stupid for feeling like that. Your friend would say, hey, your feelings are valid. You know, it's, it's like what I said to you at the beginning, your yeah. feelings are valid, but you know, but you can still, you can still get through this. Like yeah. it's okay to feel the thing, totally understand how you feel it. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that your idea that you should give up needs to be reality. Um, and so I think maybe looking at it sometimes if you're struggling and for me, like if I'm struggling to think, how do I say this nicely to myself? I think thinking, well, how would my friend talk to me in this situation um, might be helpful because it seems like for a lot of us, it's a lot easier to be supportive and kind and understanding and empathetic to our friends than it is to ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I had um, a friend who is, um, she's going back into therapy, which I think is awesome and good for her and mm. inspires me to get back into therapy. Um, but she mentioned that she was having trouble, um, that her, her therapist asked um, her to list positive things about herself and she had trouble listing them and i heard that and i was like man that's so crazy to me because i can think of in this instant like a million positive things about her that are not just me hyping her up but like genuine strengths that she has that i've seen her have that are like so clear to me and yet for her to not be able to see those in that moment when she's asked what are good things about you makes me really sad um, because I, I wish she saw that stuff too. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, you know, it kind of shows that it's easy for us to think good or kind or forgiving things about our friends and that we're not as critical of them. Yeah. Like when we see them falter and when we see them have setbacks, we're still rooting for them. We're not like, ha ha, you stumbled. We're like, you can get back up again and I know you will. 
and in when it happens in our own heads we think oh i'm you know i'm a failure or i am a worse person for having stumbled in the first place and and your friends don't think that stuff about you yeah. um if your friends are good <laughs> um and so i think that uh thinking of it that way might be might be helpful for me too and i that is something that i do with regards to um body stuff like i've talked about before where I can look in the mirror and think like, uh, stretch marks, but then a, a second voice is like, would you honestly feel that way about one of your friends or a woman that you were attracted to? No, you wouldn't at all. So why are you talking to yourself like that? Mm -hmm. And I am able to harness that stuff for, for body things, um, but I'm not as good at it for um, stuff that's just like emotional hurdles. Um, yeah. And so I think that might be a way that I can try to harness positive talk for and, and be able to use that for myself. Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. Like it's, it's, and I, I would hope that everyone out there would be able to use that as well, because it's very easy for like our depression to kind of take ourselves hostage. You know, it's kind of, it's very easy to fall into the agreement with everything that they say in your head. And like you start, you know, you start conforming with the depression that's in your head. And the idea of like, you know, the thing that, that's, that's talked to you and, and we've talked about it in a, in a past podcast of like the voice that's inside of you and the, that, that listening to that voice is not something you want to do all the time, but like all understanding that like, you have to also gain the voice that you need to support yourself as well inside. So, I mean, I hope we get there and I hope yeah. that everyone gets there and hope we get there as well. You yeah. Know? I think, um, my dad has always been really good at expressing, um, to me when I was a child and fully didn't understand this lesson yet. Um, about how much life is about the long term and about how you have to be able to survive and stay you know it's not a sprint situation where if you be perfect in a very short period of time everything's gonna work out it's a situation where if over time you're learning and getting better um, it doesn't mean everything's going to work out, but it means that in general, um, you know, you can, if you, if you can in general stay in the game, then you're still there and you have the opportunity for things to get better. And um, I fully do not understand that at the time that he started saying it to me because not that much bad stuff had really started happening to me yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I think reflecting on that lesson now uh not only is that an important lesson on its face but it also kind of can be freeing to feel like life is more of a marathon so it's it, and that and that means it's okay to have periods where you're going slower and periods where you know you stumble or you have to take a break um or you aren't run you know you aren't metaphorically running as fast as you wish you were um, and you can still make it in a competitive time because the the result is going to be something that that happens over time. And so that feels a little bit um, freeing to me to think that it's OK to have these stumbles. So it's OK to have these times where, um, you know, like, yes, you lose content or you feel a setback or maybe you have a week where you can't get out of bed. And that doesn't mean that the result, quote unquote, of your life is going to be unsuccessful yeah. um it's whether you you know are able to get back on the well this is about to be mixing metaphors because i was going to say get back on the horse and uh -huh. ride through that marathon which doesn't uh, make a ton of sense but <laughs> um yeah i suppose but I mean, if you rode through a marathon sure <laughs> cheat at your marathon by getting on a horse and riding that's the lesson here yeah um uh, but I but I also do think that n now that I've seen uh, seen more shit basically mm -hmm. um, happen, it's so much clearer to me that as long as I can just not quit, um, it's gonna be okay eventually. Um, cause I'll cause I'll still be here and you'll still be here. Um, but it's it's all the nitty gritty of going through the suffering of uh, talking yourself into getting back on the horse or getting back up again that still hurts every time, even though even though you've done it a million times before, mm -hmm. it's still hard every time somehow. Yeah. Um, 
and I had I had that experience when I was running recently where I texted my sister and I was like, man, running still hurts. Like I still go through that period where at the beginning of the run, you really want to quit. And I'm like, but now, you know, I, and I haven't been running that long, but I, I've been running long enough that I'm like, how am I not used to this yet? Mm -hmm. Isn't it going to just become easy and seamless one day? And she was like, no, that's the thing. It's like, it's never going to get like that. Mm. It's always going to be a little bit hard for a while. And then, you know, and then you start feeling the runner's high and then you're okay. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot of things about self-talk that are like that where it may be hard every time. And you just have to remind yourself that you've done it before, even though it was hard. And that means you can do it again, even though it's going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we want to get to. Yeah. Um, Shall we take us home? Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for being here with us today, guys. Um, we hope that you can uh, get back on <laughs> your horse and ride <laughs> to that marathon. <laughs> yes. We hope that you can find a horse to ride through a marathon and change the rules. Yes. Um, in Yikes Land. Because technically the horse is running. Yeah. You don't even have to run anymore. Um, Nothing in the rule book says a horse in, can't run a in marathon. In Yikes Land, everyone loses the marathon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is um, it is a testament to the fact that even though we're talking about this really unpleasant thing, yeah. um, because I feel like I'm suffering right now. Like even thinking about how hard it is to talk to myself, to convince myself to still get up another day reminds me enough of the suffering that I feel like in my body, I feel like I'm suffering right now. Um, but it's still funny. And mm -hmm. so I love that. Um, and I love that about this podcast, but, um, I hope that, uh, my my wish for you guys for the week is that you can kind of find some humor in whatever bad situation that you are going through, um, but that also you make it to another Tuesday with us. And um, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe you have uh, some way better insights or metaphors than I did yeah. <laughs> about how to talk to yourself. Because um, I think that sharing that stuff, um, the reason that I share the way that I talk to myself and the things that do work for me is because maybe they'll work for somebody else or remind somebody else um, of something that might work for them. And so I would love to hear from you guys if you have some cool tips and tricks yeah, for tricking yourself into persevering even when you don't want to basically yeah. um so you can find us on twitter and facebook for that uh or check out our posts on instagram at yikesland underscore podcast you can also send us a long form ballad or just a series of wonderful metaphors at yikesland at gmail.com um because we'd definitely love to hear from you if you want to see our blooper reel let us know also <laughs> yeah <is> very important <laughs> i will leave it all in chris's hand if she wants to release it. um so yeah if you guys want to see our blooper reel it's uh it's pretty good and it's filled with awkward silences and pauses and um me laughing a lot um there's a good laugh track element that was added yes uh, i i did a bunch of just like oh let me just do some cheesy yeah there's some know, like it's and... a good campy romp through how bad i often am at doing the intro <laughs> i mean i mean we're both pretty bad sometimes i mean it's um and, and you'll get to see jelani drink his water a lot so that's that's and fun. the I guess you kind of also see the evolution of like the before the show in your own time, like evolution. <laughs> yeah, we've been using the same board for so long that I think that the uh, the once erasable marker is no longer erasable it's permanently, on there. Permanently so, on this, um, on this white so that's, board. that's probably permanent. Um, and yet I somehow have not memorized the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which I will give to you guys now. Um, it is a fantastic resource. Please remember that you are not alone. Um, it, they're available 24-7, um, and it's completely confidential. Um, and that number is 1-800-273-8255. Um, we want you guys to be here with us for another Tuesday and another and another, whether you watch the podcast or listen to it or don't and don't even know that we're saying this i still wish for everybody out yes. there who is in yikes land whether they know it or not 
to make it to another Tuesday and to figure out a way, even if it's tricking yourself um, into persevering, because if you're out of the game, then you don't have a chance for things to get better. Yeah. But if you stay in the game, it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect, but it does mean that you have a chance to see a cute dog on the street and to see a blooper reel of yourself that your friend made or to eat a pack of Cheetos or see the finale of Stranger Things or all the million little tiny things that keep us alive um, and whatever it is that keeps you here, um, you have that to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for being here, guys. This has been your host, Chris Fung, along with my co-host. It's uh, your friend and Yike Yike fellow for life. <laughs> Yike for life, uh, Jelani Hoon. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>